0: Hello everybody, this is the business boot up edition of the Dreamers and Doers podcast. I'm Braden, I'm joined by my amazing co-host Carolyn.
1: Hey Brayden, it's great to be here today and each week we're going to come to you straight from the Norman Farmer's Market where you will hear interviews from our youngest and experienced entrepreneurs who will inspire, educate, and give you an action step to help your leadership and business.
0: The Business Boot Up podcast partners with the Norman Chamber of Commerce who advocates to see Norman, Oklahoma be a thriving business community, along with being powered by First United Bank who's unlike your typical bank and their purpose is to inspire others to spend life wisely. Thank you to Norman Chamber of Commerce and for Bank to helping see our youngest entrepreneurs achieve their business dreams. And speaking of their dreams, we're joined today by our dreamer and doer, Carol Bauman. Carol Bauman is a wife a wife and mother and all that jazz. She's a desperate wannabe farm girl flying by the front of her apron. She has a full plate and her cup is overflowing with life and all that one can pack in 24 hours, but she's constantly thank, constantly thank you for her family, their land of opportunity, and that God reigns over it all.
2: Right. Hi, Carol. Hello. How are you doing today? Well, I am. I'm overwhelmed at <laughs> what I am looking at and seeing, and just so excited to be here. Oh, that is super kind. Well, um, Carol, this is a.
1: It's a joy. It's a pleasure to get to do it here because we're. I think we're in like the nucleus. Of like
2: entrepreneurship. Yes, no. <laughs> in Norman, it feels right now. Like that. I feel like I'm in a nucleus.
0: <laughs> All right, so we are so excited to get into this interview, learn more about you, but we are the Dreamers in Podcast, so we just love to know do you consider yourself more and actually a dreamer or a doer?
2: You know what? Is it okay if I say that I consider myself to be
1: both? You know that's why we invited you on. Because it, not that it's a trick question, but we know right. you're a dreamer, right? And we know you're a doer. So yes, it's totally okay I to say both. I kind of
2: feel like I, I I I am both. Yeah, and I couldn't be a, a dreamer without being a doer, and I can't be a doer without being a dreamer. So yeah, I think I'm I'm really both.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Would you say your dreaming, your doing started when you were young? Did you always have like an idea for, for business?
2: Yes. Um, from like setting up a little store in my room and having a little fake cash register and you know, really that imaginative play and doing things, um, creating and doing has always sort of been part of who I am. Oh, that's awesome.
1: So today you run Farm Girl Market. Can you tell us more what what this is and what led you to starting this six years ago?
2: Wow. So we moved out on some land. We lived in a neighborhood and um, we moved out on some land. And I just kept looking at all of this land and these pastures thinking, what are we going to do with all of this? Um, I knew nothing about farming um, and I just found myself Googling everything. Um, on how to raise chickens and operate a well and um, with horses. And um, some very good friends of mine, Lindsay Niebuhr and Kim Franks, um, are also dreamers and doers. And we were just talking one day and it was like, you know what? Why don't we do a fair out here? Um, And it literally was snap that's what we're gonna do, and we did it, and we've been doing it, and it has been unbelievable. Wow, that is very cool. So, dream happens, immediate doing. Immediate, no no resting, um, just you dream it, we do it, and we don't stop, and every year, we just expand on um, the creative thinking and energy behind it, and it's so rewarding every year to see it Really come together um, and to see the participants and the vendors and the kids and the, the community that come together and, like, are really just the wheels behind our vision. Yes.
0: Oh, that is super cool. Yeah really is that's just really amazing here and so we know that farm girls not only it's just an incredible event but it's also a business with a true cause and we know that you've given over 27,000 to local organizations so why is that so important personally to you that you do that with your business
2: yeah so it doesn't feel natural for me to do something without it benefiting um, a cause or um, a person um, an organization and so it just seemed like natural and right and it just made sense that if we do this like what is the benefit of that and it really looking back has like just been tenfold because we wanted to benefit um, an organization in Norman I mean Norman's amazing with all these different community outreach programs and so we thought okay what an amazing platform to um, get the word out and raise awareness of these different organizations Um, and so how can we do that and help fund them and so then it's like okay well you charge admission and all of that admission goes to that organization so it, it really sir, it's a multi-purpose platform um in a really incredible way so who gets to sell at farm girl right so we are um constantly looking for um artisans crafters um just collectors and um just um, creatives, just different people that are super creative in different ways and different mediums. Um, And then we've expanded it to Farm Kid Fair, which um, you guys, it looks like you guys kind of (laughs) understand that concept with your um, younger entrepreneurs. And, um, so really it started out, like, who do we know in Norman that, um, you know, is an artist, um, that's a maker, that's a creator, and maybe we'll get, like, 20 of them to just show up, set up, and, you know, put their, put their works out there, and, um, little did we know <laughs> that if you build it they will come and they have um and so yeah i mean it's just it's really uh we we really want things to be um something that you know they they have created or that they have collected that they are passionate about that that they um are i don't know just that's what they do and we we get that yeah
1: oh i believe that and i i mean carol we can we can definitely sense the passion that you have for it and the opportunities that you're giving to so many people to have a platform to sell and to really launch their business and get their business out there. We're gonna take a quick gear change. Okay. And um, for one, I'm a lover of music. And so we did a little research and we found out that you wrote a song.
2: Oh, wow. (laughs) You're like, wait, how far did they take? I know. know, you heard that you wrote song now. called
1: Farm Girl State of Mind. Yes. I'm not going to pressure you to sing it, but if you... I mean, we got the mic set up. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you don't want
2: me to sing that. No. Yeah. What led you to write this song? Um, so I can never stop thinking. And one morning, my daughter and I were taking a very early flight to Kentucky. And, you know, the beverage service comes by, and I've got this little napkin. And I just started writing. And, um the words just came like they do I guess because I'm not a songwriter and I'm definitely not a singer or a musician but these words just started coming and then I was flipping through a magazine I mean the whole thing is like very organic how it happened and um, there was this lady who is in Nashville but is from Oklahoma and um, she I just reached out to her like look you know oh there's her Instagram looked her up and sent her the lyrics and was like what do you what do you think about this by the way um, my name is Carol, and she uh, she actually responded and I was shocked so she added a little bit of like her thoughts in it and then sent it off to um, a producer and got it done and it was It was like this this is really happening wow so it's really cool and i still have the napkin that has has it on there um and her name is Erin O'Dowd and she um yeah she just kind of took what i had on a napkin and and brought it to life and i think it just makes farm girl fair now like really that much more special Mm -hmm. um
1: so yeah I think legitimately I think there might be magic in those airplane napkins oh, like yeah. yeah there's something about it
2: how many dreams have come to life from those airport yeah literally, airplane literally. Napkins. yeah.
1: But it's so cool to hear that you also just kind of did a, a reach
2: out of, like, maybe this can happen. <laughs> yeah. And it actually did. It did. Yeah. I mean, I, it was really one of those things, like, whenever, you know, then, you know, a couple months later, then she sends me the first cut of it. And I'm like, wait, what? You're like, this isn't real. Yeah. This is a dream. <laughs> yeah, I'm Like, yeah. I made this up in my head. Like, yes. And then through her connection, she got it to play on a radio station. And wow. um, nothing since have come of it then, but, you know, like... It happened, and it was great, and it's something that we can be proud of, and it's something that we can play at the fair, and it's just one more cool thing. Yeah. Just really I think it shows really the power cool. of asking. Like, yeah. You yeah. never know.
1: Exactly. Really you never cool. know. That is really yeah. awesome.
0: That is really cool. So we know that running a business can often be a lot of times like a farm. It's really beautiful. It's really fun, but there's a lot of challenges with it. And so just kind of breaking into that about some of your greatest challenges you face starting a business or out of business, and how have you overcome them?
2: Okay, so that is such a loaded question, and (laughs) the only, I immediately go to this imaginary for sale sign that I have tucked in the back of my head, and probably once or twice a week, I put it, you know, out in the yard, and I dust my hands off and I'm like, I am done. I cannot do this anymore because it is so much more than um, what you see on TV or in those, you know, Southern Living magazines. (laughs) It is dirty, it's messy, it's tragic too. Um, So I, I just somehow at the end of the day, I just, I'm like, the sun sets and then the sun rises and Here we go again, and um, just not giving up. And as soon as I feel defeated, like, this is too much. Or even with the fair, you know, I'm like, I don't know if I can do it another year. And it's like, what? Are you crazy? Of course we're doing it another year. Um, I couldn't do it without Kim and Lindsay. Um, I love that we have, like, that camaraderie and and that we are together in on it. And we we just continue to... Um, leap over those hurdles and and make it happen. And um, yeah, but it does not come, you know, without challenges, for sure.
0: And you mentioned something really important about the sun sets and the sun rises back up. And that leads into my next question is, what does a day in your life look like?
2: Oh my goodness. You know, (laughs) um, it is extremely unpredictable. Um, Just when I think I'm going to the dentist, I'm not. (laughs) <laughs> uh, because there's a horse out. Just when I think I'm gonna do dishes, I'm not because the well is out. Um, you know, and just having five kids and my husband's really busy and involved, and I, it, it never looks like I, you know, I can have this agenda. I'm a, I'm a list maker and I still write everything down, and it, it's never gonna look like that. Um, and so that's where I think I find that comfort in the sun sets and the sun rises. Um, I never know, when I wake up and look out the window and count heads of horses, like, I never know what I'm gonna get, and it's getting to where, like, I'm really not surprised anymore. <laughs> oh my <gosh. laughs> I'm just really not. <laughs> every day is different. I'm every sure. day yeah. is different, and every day is challenging, um, and I kind of had to redefine, like, what is rewarding. Um, and not look at it like a failure, but more of a reward. And what did I learn from this? So that kind of propels me and motivates me to keep to keep forging, keep going. Yeah. That's huge,
1: a lot, especially. So I mean, a lot of our listeners are young entrepreneurs. They're either starting their business, maybe they've got an idea. Um, what would you say to encourage them? Maybe some advice in starting their business.
2: So what? One of my faults, actually, is I don't do a lot of research. I just kind of dream and do without doing my homework, and I've learned a lot of valuable lessons from that. And so I I really feel like what's important for dreamers and doers, because we will get caught up in it, and to find that moment to just pause and really research your dream, the what, the why, the how, and it's, I mean, I don't want to simplify it that much, but it really kind of is I mean we have an opportunity to to do whatever we want to do Um, and so as long as you can dream it I do believe you can do it Um, and it's just you might just want to be armed with a little research and and (laughs) some questions answered um, have that business plan Um, sometimes I just can't slow down enough to even to do that but it is important so kind of Dreamers tend to have a hard time to be grounded, and so maybe find somebody that can help ground you a little bit, but I absolutely dream it and do it. Make it happen.
1: I think that's true. I think if you can visualize it, there's a lot of power in that visualization. Absolutely. And you know, you now have a, you have a goal. Yeah. That's that's big. So, what is, uh, a? <laughs> I love getting to ask this question. Uh-oh. Uh, because <laughs> these young entrepreneurs, uh, they're navigating a lot of times middle school right now, which oh we know boy. is a very, can be treacherous time. Yes. So if you could go back to maybe your middle school self or your high school self, what's a life lesson
2: that you would wanna want to share? Oh man, can we hit pause? <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I was just talking about this the other day with some other moms in, What seemed to be like the end of the world to us, to me then, um, I wish I could tell my little self it's not. um, And it's gonna be okay. And I think kids these days are faced with monumental things that we could never even imagine being faced with. And to just like stay the course, stay focused, keep dreaming and just don't ever, don't ever stop and, and be bogged down by the different challenges that these kids are faced with today. And keep telling yourself and surround yourself with people that can remind you, like, this is not the end-all, be-all. There's a whole life ahead of you. You know, it's kind of a cliche, but it's so true. And what a gift that the whole life is ahead of you. And there's so much you can do with it. And you just have to decide what you're going to do with it. There's sometimes I, I like to tell my students, there is more. There is, there more. is more. This is not the end. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's okay. definitely. So for our very last question, um, I know you have kind of, you've shared some advice. If you could give a tip to someone who wants to start a business, what would that tip be?
2: Go beyond wanting and just, and, and do it. There is a way. There is a way. Yeah. And where there's a will, there's a way. And so you just got to turn that want into doing and um Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Well, we've definitely seen it with Carol's story of wannabe farm girl to now, I would say farm girl. I don't know. I still feel pretty amateur. (laughs) (laughs) But she is definitely living out her dream um, and definitely doing it. And in the same way, also impacting so many people around her um, so that they can also pursue their dream and uh, end up doing really great things as well. So, Carol, thank you so much for your work in the community.
0: Yeah. Thank you, guys. So, we are just... So grateful that you're able to hop on here, talk a little bit about yourself. But viewers that want to learn more about you and more about Farm Girl, where can we learn more?
2: Yeah, so farmgirlfair.com. And then we're obviously on Instagram and and Facebook.
0: All right, and and before we leave, before we end off this interview, can we kind of like get our appetites ready? And what can we expect for this year's Farm Girl on October 3rd?
2: So I always expect it to be bigger and better every year um we've got new vendors coming and we have three bands that are going to play and do like a band and that's i'm super excited to see how that plays out literally um but yeah food trucks live music um the kid fair is probably going to be double in size Wow. yeah so um we're gonna have kind of like a petting zoo after all we're on the farm Um, but just that uh, I can promise you it'll be a a magical day.
1: and I know my plans for October 3rd now. (laughs)
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) All right viewers out there dreamers and doers this was just a really amazing interview I hope you took your notes down but we will be back very very soon with our next amazing guest. All right and we are back dreamers and doers with our next amazing guest.
1: Yes we're very excited to to introduce you to a business called Snowflow. And Snowflow is founded, operated, and brought to you by two sisters, Izzy and Kaylee. Snowflow and much more is truly just that, much more. Their specialty is snow cones, but they don't limit their guests to just that, but rather Snowflow offers a variety of sweet treats as well as lemonade. Snowflow is your one-stop sweet shop. Let's welcome Miss Kaylee and Izzy. Hi, y'all. How are you doing today? Doing great. So, it's pretty warm out. Is anyone wishing that they had a snow cone right now?
0: I wish I had a snow cone <laughs> right now. I'm saying that. How about
1: this? I, we're going to start this a little unconventionally because we know you guys are snow flow. What is your favorite snow cone flavor?
3: Peanut water. Easy.
1: Easy. Oh, my God. Okay, Kaylee's like got her answer like that. Izzy, what about you? I really like all of them. All of them? Are you talking about like you're you're going to create like a snow cone that has like 40 flavors in there? <laughs> you're like the Baskin Robbins of snow cones. <laughs>
0: That's great. Well,
1: that's awesome. Braden, let's kick off into the actual real good part of the interview. All
0: right. So we're, we're just super pumped and excited to learn more about you guys and your story. So can we just like get started at your name? You guys have a pretty cool name. So how did you come up with it and how could you come really serious about making this business start?
3: Okay. Um, so it was first Izzy's idea and then like once we started getting into it, then we were like, oh, this is like a whole lot more fun just
0: kind of like do it you know ah. so you saw like hey this this is fun you guys have made some money and you're like let's continue doing this and that's where it kind of became serious wasn't it all right
1: so starting a business can be of course a ton of fun but it does not it doesn't come without its own challenges and so in starting a business what have what are some of the challenges that you
3: guys have been uh that you guys have now overcome um uh well, first like had to buy this stuff which that was challenging but like we had to work for it and we had our fans help us and like maybe we weren't fully prepared at first but now we like learned and it, it's better now it is better that's
1: awesome izzy i heard that you are quite the saver because i know kaylee just mentioned you guys were saving money to get this business started why did you save money like most kids that i know it's like i gotta go buy that xbox you know
3: Well, I already wanted to buy a snow cone machine because snow cones are amazing. And I also wanted to find a way to make money, and so I decided to start Snowflow.
0: Very cool. That's super fun. That that is really really great and so we guys we know you went through the business boot up program and I know the business bootup program is really really cool but I want your like thoughts on it that was one of the biggest things and both of you can answer this that you learned from that program.
3: Um honestly I learned how to work together without arguing and <laughs> <laughs> that's hard, we're siblings. Um, <laughs> and like not everything's like about the money, it's about the experience and everything else.
1: That's really cool. I
3: honestly, I have three older brothers. I don't know if I could go into business with any
1: of (laughs) them. So um, that is very commendable that you guys are able to do that. So uh, last question that I want to ask you guys, this one is more of a fun one, um, but Izzy, I'll start with you. Izzy, what was one of your favorite parts of now owning your business?
3: Well, one thing is that I got an early start at learning how to make a business and all that at a young age, and um, now I have a snow cone machine and all that too. And I can make money easier and buy things I want in for my business.
1: Follow up question. Now that you own your own snow cone machine, do you ever have like just, you know, like a midnight snow cone whenever you want? No. no, she's like no, no, no. I gotta sell that. See, that's what I would be doing. Off though. I think that's
0: why. I think that's why I can't have a snow cone like these, like snow cone company, because every night I'd be like, I'd be making one, and she's like, oh, the middle yeah, of the night. I don't know. could not, I could not, could not do it.
1: I, I would definitely be in that boat. So, <laughs> Kaylee, what about you? What has been one of your favorite parts of being a business owner?
3: Um, I kind of like the people here. They're all so like nice, you know. Yeah. And one of them's uh, granddaughter even goes and she played against a volleyball game oh yeah so you're seeing people from like your regular life i say regular life but like and um one of the old pta members like i see a lot of people that i recognize and i saw my old teacher from elementary yeah Yeah. Oh,
1: that's super fun. And I'm sure that they are supporting you guys well as well buying all the snow cones and sweet treats that
0: they possibly can. (laughs) So Kaylee, Izzy, we just want to thank you so much for your time. Being able to come here, give us a little more information on Snowflow. But speaking of that more information, where can we find more if some of our viewers out there want to get a delicious snow cone?
3: Um, so, like, when we don't sell here, we sell at like the end of our street, and we've been planning on to do something else. We just don't know.
0: All right, what. so, so, viewers, we will keep you updated about Snowflow and give you some information if you're ever wanting a good snow cone.
1: That's right. That was an awesome interview, Brayden. Um, what's something that stuck
0: out to you today? I think. I think. Kaylee said this really well, is that they saw that they were having fun with their business and they said, you know what, let's keep on doing it. I think that's really important because you got to have some fun. Of course, business is business, but you want to have some fun while doing it because you're not having fun, you're going to go tired of it. That's just not fun if you're going tired.
1: That's cool. One of the things that sticks out to me today is how Kaylee and Izzy saved money so that they could buy their first snow cone machine. Um, and get their business started. And yes, they got some help from their parents and their families, but like that investment in itself, I think means a lot, especially as an entrepreneur. I think that, that really makes you the business owner um, and you're really owning the responsibility behind that. And so that definitely stuck out to me today. Um, and I hope that our students moving forward, maybe they get a little skin in the game, they save some money, they don't just spend it on, um, you know, hot Cheetos and Takis. Is that is that so <laughs> popular? No? Yes, uh, you can story? see my mom looking at me. Oh, that's cool. Okay, well, I'm not too old then. Um,
0: um. Alright, so viewers, next week we will be back with two new business owners that will hopefully inspire, educate you, and give you that powerful point of action to grow your business and become a better business owner. And again, we just want to send another just huge announcement, like huge thank you to the Norman Chamber of Commerce, First United Bank, the Cleveland County Fairgrounds, and Loveworks leadership for just supporting us and believing in our youngest entrepreneurs out there. It truly means the world.
1: And just a reminder to visit www.loveworksleadership.org, and you can look up how you can be part of the next boot-up cohort, number six. Applications are due very soon, so check those out as soon as you can.
0: All right, and remember, real leaders, they don't blend in. They stand out. Dream big. And do your dream. Bye, y'all.